I want to welcome you to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. We are continuing our series dealing with success, prospering, and abundant living as Christians. The title of today's podcast is Success in Our Finances. We're going to discover the opportunities to have success in our finances and what is the breakthrough that everyone needs to increase financially in their lives. We'll examine why the ungodly seem to have financial success. And really, do they really have that? When is success not really success? But before we do that, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for once again another opportunity to open up your word and see what it has to say about issues in our life. I pray now that you would bless this podcast and all those who are listening in. I invite the Holy Spirit to come in and to take charge, to take complete control of what's said today. Although I've spent plenty of time preparing and getting ready for this, without the anointing of the Holy Spirit, it will be of no value at all. So I pray that you would open up the hearts of those who are listening in, that you would help me to share the thoughts that you put in my heart and add anything to it, Lord, whatever you desire. I pray blessing upon those who are listening in and for all the good things going to take place in their life. I pray that you will receive all the glory for it and receive all the praise. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, you know, we need to start out with a definition of success. As a follower of Jesus Christ, we must define success in life as living in God's purpose for us and doing His will. I didn't say success is how much money you have. I didn't say success has to do with how big your house is or what kind of career you've had. But the definition I want us to focus on is living in God's purpose for us and doing His will. That might include a financial blessing. It might include wonderful home, travel, and nice cars, and all those kinds of things. But that is not necessarily what I believe we need to focus on right now when we're talking about success in our finances. I believe when we keep God's purpose first, that we will have success in everything that we do. Now, I believe that applies to every part of our life. Our marriage, our relationships, our career, our walk with God, parenting if we have children, And whatever it might be, I believe that every area of our life, success basically is summarized in these words, God's purpose for us and doing his will. So let's remember that throughout this whole teaching. And as we go through this whole series on success and prosperity and abundant living, we've got to remember success. The key is really God's purpose and his will. Now let me address financial success. Get very specifically right into that. The amount of money that we have may not be a good measure of what we have financially or what we call financial success. My dad was successful in life, in every area of life. He never made a lot of money though, but when he retired, his home was paid off and his cars were paid off and he enjoyed travel and he did what he needed to do and was a very blessed man, but he never experienced any kind of real big financial increase. He had a pension when he retired. He had Social Security, and that more than took care of his financial needs that he had. Most importantly, he served God at his church. My mom and dad almost never missed church and volunteered to help others every single week. I would define their financial success 
and what I read in the book of Psalms in chapter number one. Let's just take a couple of verses here because I believe this is kind of laying a foundation about what success is and it deals really with building also a foundation of success for finances. Here's what the psalmist wrote. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked. Well, right there we see that success has to come through God's blessing and not listening to other people who are dishonest and giving you really some bad advice. It says, or stand around the sinners. That says, oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers. Verse 2, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating meditating on it day and night. Now, let's stop right there for a second. In your financial plan, are you delighting yourself in the law of the Lord? And are you meditating upon the word of God day and night? That doesn't mean 24 hours a day, but it means that every area of your life is, is, is led and directed by the word of God. For example, if you're going to make a financial decision, do you just make it or do you pray about it first? Do you open up the Word of God and see what it has to say about making a financial decision, about seeking counsel and getting advice from others and not guaranteeing other people's loans and all the good advice that's in the Word of God about our finances? Let's go on. Verse number three. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. There we go. You see prosperity coming in there. Verse number three. Let's read it again and talk about it. They are like trees planted along the riverbank. Let me ask you a question. Where are your trees? Or where are your thoughts? And where are your actions? And where are all the efforts that we do? Where are they planted? Are they planted around the Word of God? Life that comes from the Word of God? Or is it planted upon advice from people outside of the Word of God? Or taking direction from the wrong people? And it says here, bearing fruit each season. Your plans need to bear fruit each season, and they will. I believe our our plans will bear fruit every year that we're alive because they're based upon God's word. They're based upon following God's purpose and his will for our life. And when we do that, I am telling you, when you do that, every area of your life will be blessed. Now, that doesn't mean that your bank account will increase every day and every year, but it does mean that your your blessings to others and your blessings to yourself and to your family will continue to increase. And it says their leaves never wither and they prosper in all that they do. That's success. It says they prosper in all that they do. And that includes, obviously, the area of finances. Verse number four, but not the wicked, it says. Remember, we started off in verse one. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked. And then in verse four, it says, but not the wicked. They are like worthless shaft scattered by the wind. And verse five says, they will be condemned at the time of judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly. Man, now we're getting into some really deep, serious things about what success is and what prosperity is and what abundant living is. And verse number six, for the Lord watches over the path of the godly. All right, that's how we have success. But the path of the wicked leads to destruction. It's so important we get this into our heart first and that we know that God's word tells us how he'll bless us and why he blesses us and when he can't bless us and when we lean towards things other than the word of God in his advice and prayer and seeking counsel from godly people, we get ourselves off of God's plan for our life and we're just not going to be blessed. We need to be careful not to listen to ungodly people about advice in our life, about our finances, about, quite frankly, everything that we do. So we need to move on now because there's a lot of really good things I want to cover today. Now, I realize that most people appreciate the example of my parents. 
I mean, great couple, loved the Lord. They were married almost 60 years before my dad passed away. My dad died at 80. My mother lived to be 95 years of age. And on the day that she passed away, she had all of her children in the room with her. Some of her grandkids were there. And she just looked around at all of us. She was at peace and no pain, no discomfort whatsoever, none whatsoever. She just closed her eyes and she went to be with Jesus. Now, it just can't get any better than that unless the rapture comes and takes us. So I realize, though, that, that the example I've given you of my parents is, is good and you appreciate that. But I also realize that there are many of those who are listening today to this podcast who have a desire to have a significant increase in their finances. And that's fine as long as you don't put your finances first and seek the finances first without seeking God. I'll talk more about that as we go through this. Now, there's nothing wrong with having the desire to experience great success, even in our finances. There's nothing wrong with that, as long as we don't seek that first. But there is a scripture that applies to those with financial desires. It's found in Psalm chapter 37 and verse 4. And it says here, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Right there, right there is kind of a summary of what we're talking about today. If we delight ourselves in the Lord, we follow our purpose that he's placed in our life and we follow his will, then we can't help but prosper because God says he'll give us the desires of our heart. And that also tells us if we delight ourselves in the Lord, even our desires will be right. I used to call it what our wanter is, what we want to have. Our wanter will line up according to God's word and his purpose. Now, some of you might be saying, well, pastor, that's all well and good, but I don't understand how you know whether you have God's purpose in your life and whether you're according, doing things according to his will. Well, to find out if you're doing things according to his will, you just got to get the scriptures out and find out what is the will of God to do those things that are that are good for other people, that bless other people, that you get blessed, and we can go on and on. But I, I also want to, I need to go back though to God's purpose. You need to know what your purpose is. A lot of people in life don't really know what their purpose is. And I think it's because they just don't spend enough time in prayer and seeking God and listening to what the word of God has to say about purpose. God's purpose is going to do many things in your life. It's going to make you strong physically, spiritually. It's going to make you strong to help other people and reach out to other people. The purpose that God has placed in our life, it, it might be an area where you're you're supposed to work and bless the church financially, or you're supposed to work and reach out to other people, or maybe you're supposed to be in ministry or be a pastor or be a teacher, or wherever it might be. Maybe have prayer meetings at your house. But we all need to be operating in God's purpose for our life. I've done podcasts on purpose. I'll be doing that more in the future. But right now, if I get off onto that too much, I'll, I'll basically get away from what this particular podcast is designed to talk about. So find your purpose, do it according to God's will, and listen to what the psalmist wrote in Psalm 37. Let me read a few more verses there. As a matter of fact, let me just read the maybe the first seven verses in Psalm chapter 37, verses 1 through 7, in the New Living Translation. L listen to this when it talks about knowing God's purpose, knowing God's will, and understanding how God wants to bless us financially, and also that we can live an abundant life. Verse 1, don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. Don't worry about those people. Let it go. Verse 2, for like grass, they soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they soon wither. Verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good. Well, you know, we could stop right there. I could have called that just this entire podcast, Trust in the Lord and Do Good, and we'd have had enough. 
I know some people would have said, well, that's not enough information for me, but think about that. Trusting in the Lord and doing good. Well, that's certainly that's God's will for your life, and that's living in God's will, and that's God's purpose for your life is to trust Him and to do good. Then it says you will live safely. You will live safely in the land and prosper. Okay, here we go. You can see where God wants to bless us. Trust in the Lord, do good. Then you'll live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust Him, and He will help you. Now, I need to stop there for a second. When I say commit everything you do to the Lord, trust Him, and He will help you, I mean we need to commit everything. I'm not saying I've got this all answered and got this all figured out, and I do everything perfectly all the time. But I do one thing, and I think that's so important. I, I commit things to God. I want God to be in control of it. I don't even want to drive out of my house unless I, before I back out of my car, say, Father, I pray you would direct me and the way I drive. I plead the precious blood of Jesus over my driving that I'd be safe and protected. I pray you protect me and those that are in this car together as we drive around town that we be safe and be protected. And I commit that to you. Now that's just, that works for me. Maybe it doesn't for you, but that works for me to get me, keep me on keel to, to commit everything to him. I like to commit our finances to him. I like to put God first in our finances. I like to make sure that when we do a project, like we've bought a house and did what we call a flip or you buy a house, you fix it up and you sell it. We commit that to the Lord all the way through it. It's a whole process of committing what we do to the Lord. That means everything that we do. That means our job, our marriage, our parenting, every part of our life. And to trust him and he will help you. That that's that verse is just very strong. We need to live by that. Verse six, he will make your innocence radiate like the dawn. That means our purity of thought, the what we're focused on, he'll make it radiate. It'll blossom. It'll glow like the dawn. And the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. So whatever you're into, God's going to bless it. Verse 7, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit more about the people who are not serving God, who seem to be prospering, seem to have finances. I'm going to talk about that a little bit, but I want to focus here on wait patiently for him to act. If we want to have a successful financial plan, if we want to have success in our finances and live that abundant life, we need to learn how to wait upon the Lord. We all do. That's something I had to battle with when I first became a Christian. I just wanted to jump into things, do things, and get them done. But in reality, I needed to learn how to wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord, the Bible says, shall renew their strength. They shall mount with those wings like wings with eagles, and they shall, they'll, they'll run and not be weary, and they'll walk and not faint. That's what the Word of God says. But those who wait on the Lord will also make better decisions. Bottom line, I have a granddaughter who wanted to buy a car. And I went out looking with her to help her try and find one, and she was anxious to get one. And that's that's natural, you know. She's twenty, I think she's twenty four now, now or twenty five, and you know she's basically wanting to get a car. And I think that's great. But I remember in talking with her, I said, you know, hon, your your best your best friend in this is patience. That's that's the best way you'll make the right decision on this. And she said, you know, Papa, that's right. And as we looked at cars and, and helped her get through one, she finally found the right one. And when it came, it was exactly what she needed, the right price. And because patience was so important uh, for God to be able to reach in and bless what we were trying to accomplish. And it's the same thing in all of our lives. Now, let me add a little advice to everyone that to be successful financially, we must seek God first, period. I know I've talked about that 
earlier, I made a couple comments, but I've got to keep us focused on that. Please don't seek financial success. Seek God. Then He will give us the desires of our heart. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and then all these things shall be added unto you. Now, that is the secret to financial success. Putting God first, seeking Him first, operating according to His purpose in our life and according to His will. This is also our breakthrough to success. I mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about that. Well, let me take a moment and just say something about that. The breakthrough to success is really in our hands. We don't have to have someone speak to us. We don't need to have read something and, ah, there it is. The breakthrough to success is really with us. And that is to wait upon the Lord, to be patient with the Lord, to trust God, to have our focus upon Him and wait for Him to bring blessings into our life. And when He brings blessings, they'll not be a curse. They will be a blessing and they will bless you and prosper you for the rest of your life and we'll all live that abundant life that Jesus talked about that He promised. Okay, here's a short list of ways to receive your financial breakthrough. I'll do this very quickly. I think there's just three items I'm going to give you. One, Philippians 4.11. Not that I have ever been in need, he says, this is Paul in Philippians 4.11, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. You see, Paul learned how to be content with where he was. Contentment is trusting God. Now, contentment doesn't mean we're going to be lazy and do nothing, just wait for God to drop a million dollars in our pocket. Contentment means our confidence and our trust and our contentment is with God. Paul said again, I'll read it again, not that I have ever been in need, he says. Of course, he's he's been in need, obviously, but he says, I haven't been because I've been content. He says, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. So whatever you have right now, be content with it. That doesn't mean you have to have it the rest of your life, but it's the, the blessings that you desire, the blessings that I desire, require us to be content with what we have. Not angry, not frustrated, not worried, not filled with anxiety, but our, we're content with what we have because our confidence is in the Lord, our trust is in the Lord, and we know that a greater blessing will come upon us. Number two in my little list of ways to receive your financial breakthrough. Think of how you will help others in your desire to have financial success. If your financial success is designed just for you, you alone and nobody else, I don't think it's going to work. But at least God's not going to bless it. But if your financial plan also has a goal to bless other people as you're being blessed, I believe that's a breakthrough. And number three, never forget the source of everything good and where it comes from. James 1.17 says, every good and perfect gift is from above. Never forget that. God is our source. Now, in preparing this podcast, the Holy Spirit impressed me to answer this question. Why does it seem that the ungodly receive financial success? Well, my first answer to that question is found in the question. Why does it seem it, why does it seem? Not we we got to remember that. It seems that they're prospering. Just because people seem to be successful and everything looks good in their life and they seem to be so happy and everything's wonderful does not mean that they are successful. Yeah, they might have money and they might not. They may have a big house and they may not, but they appear maybe to be successful. They have that appearance. So when, when this question is, why does it seem that the ungodly receive financial blessing? We got to get into that a little deeper and understand what does that really mean? Remember, success is living in God's purpose and his will. Here is a scripture that that describes those who seem to be successful. Psalm 73 in the New Living Translation in verse number 3. I envied the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. They seem to live such 
painless lives. Verse 5, they don't have trouble like other people. The psalmist goes on to write in Psalm 73, verses 11 and 12, what does God know? He's talking about the, the wicked people. They ask, does the Most High even know what's happening? Verse 12, look at these wicked people enjoying a life of ease while their riches multiply. Let's go on, verse number 17. Then I went into your sanctuary, O God, and I finally understood the destiny of the wicked. Verse 18. Truly you put them on a slippery path and send them sliding over the cliff to destruction. Verse 21. Then I realized that my heart was bitter and I was all torn up inside. Verse 24. You guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. Verse 27, those who desert him will perish, for you destroy those who abandon you. So, so when we were talking earlier about they seem to prosper in all things, the wicked, the ungodly, well, verse 27 answers that, those who desert him will perish, for you destroy those who abandon you. And verse 28, but as for me, how good it is to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my shelter, and I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do. I tell you, that's a wonderful teaching, a wonderful lesson, a wonderful thing to share with other people. When when you're talking to people and they're saying, oh, I don't understand why I'm working so hard and getting nowhere, but I'm serving God and I'm doing this and I just don't seem to get anywhere. And they say, but these people over here, so they're ungodly, they're, they're wicked people, and they seem to be rich and prosper all the time. Just send them to the 73rd Psalm. Now, this comment that I'm making about these people, it does not mean that all wealthy people are wicked. I know a lot of wonderful, godly people who are very well off financially, but they've got their priorities set. They're usually, many of them are soul winners. Many of them are huge givers to the church. Many of them are very faithful attenders in church, and they reach out and look for ways to help other people. Now, I've taken a lot of time on this but I believe that it will help us understand when we're concerned about why others are prospering and maybe we're not. We're prospering when we're living according to God's purpose and doing things according to his will. Now, in my introduction, I need to start wrapping this podcast up. I said I would cover the opportunities to financial success. Now, you may be surprised when you see the number of opportunities the Word of God has for Christians to be successful in their finances. I could show you literally hundreds of scriptures, but let me give you just a couple. Proverbs 16.3, New Living Translation. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Proverbs 16.7, verse 7, New Living Translation. When people, when their, when their lives, when people's lives please the Lord, even his enemies are at peace with him. So, the enemies of our enemies will be at peace with us when our lives live up according to God's plan. Psalm 84, verse 11, NIV, New International Version. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk with him and are blameless. That's just overwhelming. That is so wonderful. God will not withhold anything from us if 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 our ways please him. And I just think we just need to follow that. And those are all the keys to having financial success. I believe it. Now, most of these have a condition. Those three scriptures that I've read have a condition. Commit, it says, your action to the Lord and your plans will be will succeed. The condition is to commit our actions and then the blessing is we'll have success. Proverbs 16, 7, remember, when people's lives please the Lord, that's the condition. Even his enemies will be at peace with him. That's the blessing. Psalm 84, it says, God will not withhold anything from his people. That's the blessing from those who walk blameless. Or they walk 
righteously. So the conditions to live a good life, live right according to God and to his word, and we'll be blessed. So let me give you a couple of other scriptures, though, kind of maybe a little warning scripture to help you understand and wrap this whole thing up. This is a scripture found in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5. It's kind of a warning about finance and success and seeking success. Don't love money. Well, I think that's pretty obvious, right? Love God first. It says, be satisfied with what you have. So Hebrews 13, 5, don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have. We learned earlier that the Apostle Paul wrote about that, to be content with what you have. Contentment means trusting God to bring blessings into our future. Here's another scripture. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, New Living Translation. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work in us. Oh, that's really good. His mighty power is at work in us. That's so awesome. To accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Wow, that's 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 good. I'm running out of time, so I gotta kind of wrap it up. But go back and read Ephesians chapter three and verse twenty. And the final one is found in Proverbs chapter sixteen and verse twenty. Those who listen to instruction will prosper. Those who trust the Lord will be joyful. So God wants us to be blessed, but there's conditions to it. God wants to bless his people. He wants us to have success financially. And yes, he does want us to be blessed financially because his word talks about the blessings of the Lord and financial blessings come to us and prosperity comes to us and abundant living comes to us. So don't let anybody rob you of the fact that you can't be blessed financially. But remember, put God first always and your financial plans and and desire to have those things come into your life come after we put God first, live according to his purpose and according to his will. Let me close this out by praying for you. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for the opportunity I've had to bring another podcast to people who are interested in serving you and wanting to understand how they can have success in their life in various areas. Bless them, Father, and prosper them. I pray, Father, your hand would be upon them, and I pray that they would take this teaching and apply it to their heart and their life. Thank you for once again for bringing us together, and I pray your goodness and your blessing would pour out upon them all, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would like to learn more about quality Christian living and what we do, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you pull it up, the front page there will have a link right there in the middle of it, and it says link to podcast. You can click that link and it'll take you into the 200, this is my 253rd podcast in about two and a half years. So there's obviously many, many topics we've covered. I've done about 20 podcasts on operating your own business. I've done about 20 podcasts on the gifts of the Spirit and manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And about another 20 on how to get out of debt and stay free of debt. Also how to prosper and how to have spiritual prosperity in our lives and how to have faith for miracles and just topic after topic is in there. We're focusing right now on the area of success and I think there's nothing wrong with that because I think it's something that a lot of people don't understand that God wants us to be successful and he wants to bless us. Got to put him first but he wants to bless us. And then if you'd like to know more about me and what I've been doing writing-wise, you can scroll down on my webpage there while you have it open, and you'll see a list of books that I've written dealing with Christian lives. There's five there on Amazon, two dealing with veterans and issues because I am a was a Vietnam veteran. And so I've written a couple books to help veterans in general and and also to help our Vietnam veterans. In addition to that, I've written a book there entitled Experience the Joy of Debt-Free Living. There's another one entitled Generosity, What's in it for me? And another book entitled Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. That's a book on faith and trusting God. So if you're interested in those, they'll be available to you. 
If you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, I'm going to be continuing this series and our next podcast coming up is entitled Success to Live Debt-Free. Now, I'm sure if you're not debt-free, you have a desire to be debt-free. Everybody would like to be debt-free eventually. So I would encourage you to, to tune in. Let your friends and family members and whatever listen to next our next podcast entitled Success to Live Debt-Free. It'll have some steps, some comments. I believe that will be beneficial to you and will be a blessing to you. And I hope that you'll receive it and experience what I call the joy of living debt-free. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you. So I'd like to just close it by just praying a little blessing over you at this time. May the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, I pray that God will richly bless you. May you experience joy. May you experience abundance in your life. May you experience what Jesus said in John chapter 10 and verse 10, that he has come to give life and to give it more abundantly. I pray that you'll receive the blessings of the Lord. You'll understand what success is in the proper format that it should come into your life and will come to your life. I pray that that each and every person listening in today would receive the abundance of the Lord. I'm going to repeat that last sentence I said earlier. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Thank you so much for listening into Quality Christian Living.